however you choose to podcast. This is the Dab Out Sports Podcast. And uh, to my left, I got... Your buddy, Coop. To my right, we got... Just Trip. And Boom. We, we got a guest this week. <laughs> we do. Little brother, Matt. Hell yeah. My little brother, Matt, is here live. We'll do it live. We'll do live. <laughs> he's live in the studio. Um, he's actually, he came for the NFL draft party we had at Roger's house, but he never really got to get into it some. So this is his first time sitting with us. I don't know if he can stay the whole time. He's got uh, four kids as well. So do I. Nine month old twins at the house. Nine month old twins. And he's got to get up at like four o'clock in the morning to go to some ungodly job. So he's going to be here with us for a little bit. So thanks for coming. My man likes to let it soak. Yeah, dude. (laughs) That's the epitome of dad. Hey, I got four as well, guys. You know? Yeah. That's how we do it in the mobley house. You know, we. Go big or go home. Maybe you shouldn't, <laughs> is, is, is the minimum cap like the same doctor too. Got snipped by the same doctor. We we did. We got snipped by the same doctor, so he's seen both of our nuts. <laughs> and uh so in the, so in in the said, we're, gonna, we're gonna get rid of this. So in the Mobley uh family, is it a minimum cap at three and or less no go? Actually, when I come to think of it, most let's see, most of our uncles, I think two's the minimum. Yeah. And the rest are like Three, four, five. Yeah. So it's an Irish favorite tradition, man, that's, right there. That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> what do you do? I like to stay warm in bed. Yeah. <laughs> you got to realize, you know, uh, it gets cold sometimes, you know. Oh, I hear you. So, any Irish twins in the family? Yeah, Matt's got some, and my uncle was no. a twin. Irish twins. Oh, no, no, no. I've got legitimate. He's got, he's true, got the actual true Irish twins. twins. Yeah. He, twins I know. I, dude, twins. I'm a year apart, if not twins. A year apart is a year apart. Twins are freaking twins. I, again, I... I mean, if, if it's within a year, then it's twins. I guess a couple of minutes is ours. Yeah. <laughs> 18, minutes. 18 minutes apart. So. so so I hear we have an NBA champion. We do. The Milwaukee Bucks. I, uh, they took it, and it was it was a damn good series. Uh, it, it went It went six games. Uh, Milwaukee was down 0-2. And then they came back and won four in a row. Giannis was just lights out the entire time. He put up 50 in game six. Middleton. I mean, Our great boy, supporting yeah. cast. I'm, I'm a huge Middleton fan because he is from the Charleston area. He's a local boy. He went to Porter Gallaud High School. Yep. Um, so gl- uh, glad to see him. Drew Holiday must have been one of the missing pieces because they brought him in. And he yep. he was doing exactly what he needed to. Um, I will great say series. Booker. Had a fantastic season. Devin too. Booker was phenomenal. Chris Paul had some great games, but yes, he was hurt. He wasn't a major They're saying factor. he's hurt, but um, towards the end, man, he gave up. He he ended up um, turning the ball over, which was right at the end of the game, and that yep. was very costly because I think that was the turning point. And you down the stretch, in... they could not hit. Phoenix could not hit a freaking shot. They were going yeah. for threes left and right. They could not hit anything. And that seemed like to be the NBA's thing all year. It's just going for that deep ball, going for that deep ball. And they weren't playing that small ball. It's, no, and but I that's... said in a couple of episodes earlier, talking to Raj about this, was, you know, I really don't care about the first half. It's the end of that third quarter, fourth quarter. And see, Milwaukee constantly it's, it's, showed it's, up. Well, and see, what I like they finished those games. is Milwaukee is completely differently built than the NBA is today. Giannis is not that three-point shooter. No. Giannis has trouble hitting a freaking free throw. Oh, we you know. know. We know. <laughs> Takes him 15 minutes to miss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm 
All right, look at the basket, dribble it 13 times, air ball. All right, good job, guys. I know the <laughs> concept. <laughs> Just get it done. <laughs> so um, that so they're completely different from what the so-called NBA way is today. It yep. is completely different. So it's good to see a team win that is definitely different, you know, um, if you need to turn that fan down, we yeah, can. Yeah, I just didn't know if it was affecting. Yeah, we got the got the fan on, so sorry about that. If it's a little loud in the background, but we'll we fix still it. Get it circulating, but yeah, we'll fix it up. Would you say they were more a defensive-minded team that just smothered you? I wouldn't say they were defensive-minded. I would, I would say in today's NBA, they were definitely the more defensive team. Yeah, but I wouldn't say they were defensive-minded. Yeah, but you know? in in the league today, you know, defense is an afterthought most, right? For most of them. Now, there are some players who are very good defensively. You know, you yeah. got a Rudy Gobert who is always your defensive player of the year, right there in the running for it. Um, but overall, I think they're they're just built different. Milwaukee's built different, and they showed it. And you know, they won, and it was good to see Giannis win. He's twenty six years old. He's MVP. He now has won a championship and was the MVP of that. Mm-hmm. The argument is now going to be there as he is the best player in the league today. Now, granted, you've got your Durant, you've got your LeBrons. Steph Curry's still out there, even though he's kind of falling off the wayside. But LeBron and Durant are probably your top two. I would put Giannis right there up there with him. Yeah, I would say Steph is probably the best three-point shooter in the game. Steph's probably the best three-point shooter of all time. He's uh, arguably yeah. the greatest and shooter. When ever. we're talking about like it's a it's an offensive, you know, three-point game, I think Steph really had a lot to do with that. So, no, my, my argument would be that you definitely could bring up as Trip was saying, Giannis for the best player in the game. He is now over the last 3 years, he has two MVPs and a finals and a finals MVP. Yep. I mean, that's an incredible three-year stretch. Well, I saw it was um, after the finals, like, oh, you see all these stories come out of the woodworks. Um, like Kobe was saying for Giannis, what you got to do is you got to get that in. Well, Kobe said that in the past. He's dead now. Yeah. That's okay. Coming from a guy who named his son Kobe, that is wow. Jesus. Within anyway, he was just saying, minutes. yeah, he was saying, now, um, you know, you got to get that MVP. Now you got to get a championship and he's done it. And, you know. What's next for this kid? He said he did not want to leave Milwaukee until they he brought him a championship, and he kept his word on that. He truly did. So I'm wondering what's going to happen now. Is Are they going to go back-to-back? Because, I mean, now it's going to be a longer season, and it's not, you know... I mean, this season was a little wonky because of the COVID protocols and all that. So do we say this was a COVID championship, or do we say this was an actual true testament that the best team in the NBA won. I think it was a honestly like last year. Yeah, was it the bubble championship? Yes, but all the teams were as much as I'm not a Lakers fan and I'm definitely not a LeBron fan. All the teams played the same thing, you oh, know, yeah. you had to just like this year, is there an asterisk? Probably because it, right. because the way the season was And I'm not trying to take anything away from Milwaukee at all. Again, just like any other if there's a season where things are different and all the teams are going through it, you can't, it's hard to put an asterisk because they've all gone through the same thing. Right. And now, yes, Milwaukee was very blessed that they didn't have, they the, weren't plagued with the injuries. Exactly. They didn't have the injuries. You know, they, uh, when Giannis went down against 
the Hawks. Yes. That was like, oh, crap, things are about to get bad. And but who stepped up? Drew Holiday stepped up, but Chris Middleton was the guy. The guy when, when he went down. And it, I'm glad to see it because there was a lot of talk. Is Middleton, can he be a number two on a championship team? And everybody's like, I don't know. He proved him wrong. Yep. So. Is um, Giannis better than Trey Young, you think? Absolutely. Yeah, beyond a question. Giannis, to, I, again, I think Giannis is the best player in the league right now. And the only argument I'd listen to is Kevin Durant and LeBron. Those are the only two I'd listen to. I'm more like lean toward Kevin Durant. Uh, again, and I, I could I could listen to any of them, but Kevin Durant, of course, there's the recency bias of him being injured for the last two years. He's been injured. Now, my question also would be: Would you still consider Kawhi in there? Now, prior to COVID, remember coming into last season, Kawhi was the guy. Him and Paul George going to the Clippers to to bring the championship and they were looking great and then the league shut down this year now now this year 2021 you know again they fell apart however let's not forget the Kawhi that was in Toronto not that long ago who really took a team on his shoulders by himself yeah and and really ran with it and beat Golden State when Golden State was still Golden State but the thing that Kawhi and Kevin Durant have in common they've got so much drama surrounding them well, they, yeah, I mean, they do, but Kawhi, do I think he's one of the best out there? Yeah, he. but he's not I, – I don't put him in that top level. And even when they won the championship with Toronto, it was hard for me to put him in that Kevin Durant level because he didn't beat Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant went down, and Clay Thompson, uh, Clay Thompson went down during that final series. So he – did Toronto win? Yes, it's part of basketball – uh, you know, injuries happen just like any sport. Injuries right. happen. Your best player goes down, next man up, and if he's not as good and you lose, sorry for your bad luck. Every team's had that happen to him. But Kawhi just... didn't. Toronto won, yes. Can't take it away. But did they beat the Warriors per se? No, not really, because they're two of their two of their three went down. And it's uh, it just kind of shows me. For every sport this past year and a half, two years, it's been who has the depth, truly, and who can stay healthy? Who has the best medical staff? Well, and you see, that's exactly what happened to the Lakers. Everybody, you know, it was the team was built on LeBron and AD, and then you had Dennis Schroeder, who was a decent player. He, he's right. solid, but he is not one he's that not you're your going to be. Yeah. Um, when AD and LeBron were down, the Lakers about missed the playoffs. They had to go into the play-in game. Oh, yeah. And even when they came back, they showed against Phoenix that they were not the depth was not there, and Phoenix ran the table on them. I've mm-hmm. got to say, I really like that Phoenix team. I think they can come back and make a run. I don't, but see, I but think, I'm not. I think that team's about to get blown up. Some. You think? Because is, is Booker's going to be there? Uh, Aiton's probably going to get paid, but I don't see Chris Paul coming back. No, and I think he was. Chris Paul said he's not retiring. No, I'm not saying no, I'm he's not retiring, saying, yeah. but I think I don't think he's coming back to Phoenix. I think he's going to go somewhere. Paul wants a ring, and I, know, I, I see him going somewhere. I think do, the Knicks are looking at him too, is from whatever. Why would you go to the Knicks if you want a ring? I'm just do, saying. Do you think that CP3 goes to the Lakers? There's talk to that. So and LeBron are very close friends, probably best friends. Um, he, you, as you said, he's chasing a ring, been doing it for a while. The Lakers need a true distributor. Really, they, they lost a ton when Rondo wasn't there this year. CP3 would fill that role far better than Rondo could. Here's the thing. 
Lakers are in salary cap hell right now. Yeah. So to get him, they're going to have to basically get rid of Schroeder's going to have to go. Kyle Kuzma's going to have to go. Um, you, you're going to have to lose some key players on that team. And do you really want your team built around a 37-year-old at that time, LeBron, and a 37, 38-year-old Chris Paul? Not saying LeBron's still great, but... And also, I those think it will tarnish Paul's you know, record. See, be like, me, at the very end, that's what you had to do. Is you yeah, to, but I think in today's NBA, unfortunately, that's the way it is these days. Oh, I get it. I mean, KD is a perfect you know, example KD's done it. Uh, Harden's doing it now. He's... You know, he's going out there. Russell Westbrook's been on 13 teams now, I believe. <laughs> you know, well, who, who are Chris the, Paul. Who are the teams that are, like, on that cusp that need that? Oklahoma. La- so, Lake Oklahoma's got about 550,000 picks. So, <laughs> I mean, they could, I'm waiting they for could them to make they could make some big trades and try to bring somebody in. But Chris Paul's been to Oklahoma. He's not going back there. Um, what I'm saying is... Chris Paul, I think his best chance to win a championship would probably be to go to the Lakers, but yep. they got to give too much up. I don't know. I'm going to throw out two two teams from Atlanta. Atlanta's got Trey Young, mm-hmm. so and Golden State. Now, see, that's the thing. Golden State could be. I I, I think him and Steph Curry could be a really cool. That'd be kind of fun to watch. Yeah. With yeah. Golden State, your problem is you've, you've already got Curry and Clay Thompson coming back. So I, I don't really know where he'd fit in as far as who's going to carry the ball. One of the issues they had with KD was they had, obviously, Clay Thompson doesn't want to carry the ball. He wants to spot up shoot. He's probably the best in the game, maybe the best ever at being a spot up shooter. Um, so I don't know how he'd fit in. I do feel with Atlanta you know, that, that could be a very good fit. They could play small ball CP three in there really also help groom Trey young a little bit more. They are on the rise. Atlanta is a team that, that could, I have no idea where their cap is. I'm just spitballing crazy ideas out here. You know, that's See, the fun of the CP3 podcast. could be that complimentary guy to Trey young where he don't have to be the hero. You've already got that. He could be about, Oh, I mean, it'd be, a, it'd be a fun backcourt. I yeah. mean, I'm not, you know, I, I would, I feel watching like Atlanta, like Trey Young is just like that unpolished superstar. Like he's he he's got that potential. He's like right there to really just be a breakout star. And I think Trey, what I say? No, I I, I heard Trey Young. Yeah, okay. I was like, yeah. Well, I heard you say Chris Paul, and I was like, I think Chris Paul would honestly compliment him pretty well. Kind of, but to me, they're they're almost the same player, except for Trey's got a better shot right now. But they they're both distributors. Paul's a better distributor, and that's what Trey's they, they a better see the shooter. Court. But they see the. Court. I I, I wouldn't like. let in Atlanta because I think Atlanta's got a young, good core. Um, I I would you have to give up for him? I just yeah, I don't like seeing that, but we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. So uh, off season has officially off season so. has begun. So it's a good time of the year. Drafts around the corner. Speaking of drafts, though, Raj, there was a. Uh, New NHL team formed yesterday via uh, expansion draft. And, uh, you know, the only thing I didn't like about it was that early in the day, you got the speculations of who they're going to draft. And I'm like, well, that kind of takes away from, like, when you watch it live on ESPN to see who they drafted. But, yeah. anyway. Um, I mean, I know personally I was only looking at my team and who they were going to take. Well, I, I think a lot of us were, you know, 
Um, I think the big name, like we'll we'll start with the big name. Me, me and you talked about was Carey Price. You're like, oh, Carey Price is gonna be going there. I says, I don't know about it that. It was one of those. The only reason he did not was because of money. Truly, I think on the Seattle side they looked at the money because they, if you're gonna put all your eggs in one basket, then what are you gonna do when you draft? You know, at the expansion draft and then even free agency, who are you gonna sign? So right. it didn't make sense, you know. Back in seventeen, when they draft Las Vegas drafted Mark Andre Fleury, they that was the worst kept secret ever, where they knew they were going to draft him. But in this situation, there was just a lot of salary to take on. Not, oh yeah, not, not taking away anything from Carey Price, but um, and don't get me worth, don't get me wrong, he is worth the money. I mean, he is a, I mean, he showed up in the postseason. Yeah. Well, maybe not versus Tampa, but Tampa was just on him. But again, every what, 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 what do we game in this last segment? What do we talk about? Depth. Yep. And that just shows you where you got to go. Um, your Islanders. Uh, oh, I know you hate this one. Uh, oh, I love that pick. <laughs> I love it was, it. Yeah, it was a very was, good pick for it them. Was. And I was kind of hoping against hope that they were going to pick up Josh Bailey. And don't get me wrong. I love Josh Bailey, too. But Everly, just him with Barzal and Anders Lee. Oh, good my point. God. It's just they're on the ice at the same time, and I get aroused. But when they picked up Everly, I was like, yeah, that's a good pick. And I will, I will say... My Seattle Kraken jersey will be Everly. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just order that now. Um, talk about your Washington Capitals, Matt. Uh, was it B-Tech oh, yeah, you're a Caps fan. Yes. Caps and B-Tech, any Caps fan knew coming in, we had two young goalies who played really well last year. Our goaltending going in, going into the season was such a big fear for all of us. Um, we didn't think there was going to be anything. You had two unproven guys and both played very well. I personally thought Vanacek played a lot better. I would have preferred them kept him. Um, last night during that expansion draft, knew it was going to happen. Every every Cap fan knew it was. We were praying that they would have taken someone else. The only other possibility at one point in time, the Caps were talking about allowing Oshi not to be protected. Luckily, they did. Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been, been a disaster. Oh, God, yeah. But Oshi is, I do believe this is his last year under contract, and then he'll be coming up. Right now, Ovechkin is a free agent. The Kraken have already said they're not going to go after him because Ovechkin said he will only play for the Capitals. I'm going to dig into that after after we talk about the Seattle so, here. Now, I, I do have a question for you, Roger. Yeah, As for, for the average NHL fans out there who don't know but a few big names, P.K. Subin was out there. One of the biggest names in the sport. He was available. He His, his skills have diminished over the years. He's not the player he was, what, five years ago or so, whenever he was the best defender in the game. However, what do you feel that was a missed opportunity, not just from a business side for a new team, but also from the standpoint of developing other young players that are a very young team? If you would have said five years ago, P.K. Subban, I would have said, absolutely, go for it. Now, and, and you hit every point I was, I'm going to spit out, the, the the player level has dropped way off, and again, we talked to you about Carey Price's the salary. Is do you want to be locked into this guy where you're like, oh God, I can't wait to cut the salary loose, and then you look at your roster construction, what you're trying to do, because now if you the the thing I heard last night consistently was, oh, this guy's greedy. This guy's greedy. He plays tough. Which they did, and and I look at uh, Seattle's defense; it's pretty pretty gritty. Um, 
So that allows you to sign bigger, better names, or even draft bigger guys. So I didn't think that was a missed opportunity. But again, five years ago, yeah, it would have been a missed opportunity. So I got a question for you on that too. Um, with the Canadians, when they picked up um, Kale Flurry, Kale Flurry was Cole uh, uh, Caulfield. I he think was protected. He was protected. Yes, that's that. That was going to be my question because he would. He's a young talent. So I didn't know. Quick question: Is Flurry related to Theo Flurry? No relation, but the interest- I saw there was two Flurries yeah. picked. So, so or uh, Mark Andre? Uh, no, no okay. relation. And um, as a matter of fact, the two that were picked yesterday were brothers. So that That's and, cool. and then um, Hayden Flurry, who was with. So are they going? They're going to do like the old Vancouver route where they had the brothers, the, the Henry brothers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know my hockey yeah. boys. <laughs> It could be like like the Hanson brothers too. They were awesome. They were. <laughs> I did love the Hanson brothers. Um, so the the interesting thing about um, Hayden Fleury, who was came from Anaheim, who they drafted, Ron Francis, the general manager of Seattle, drafted him when he was in Carolina. So the fact that he got to draft him twice is pretty amazing. You just see something in him, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like, just... I trust him. Yeah. Now, my question is, where do you think they are going with this team in the future? How do you think they, they built around? What was their strategy? Well, they got the oh, they yeah. got the second second pick in the draft. I mean, so, I mean, that's sitting pretty at that second pick in the draft. Um, free agency, like you said, they're not going to go after Ovechkin. So. No, um, I'm still going to dig into that. Um, I think they're looking at their immediate rival just two hours north of them is Vancouver. And, and they're, they're going to be – they're going to pl- try to beat them, but they're going to try to beat like the Colorado's the Las Vegas the teams that are really going to be, be a immediate threat. I think they're going to be aggressive in the free agent market. I think they're going to do, do well in the draft. So, and I don't even think they're going to be done trading throughout the season. So I think this is going to be a very competitive team. I think it's going to be. Oh yeah. I don't think they will be like Las Vegas was in 17. That, that was going to be my question. Do you think that there are, going to be there with how vegas was making you, the finals on their first time i could tell you one thing i don't see I, it because sorry i don't see it because vegas had a a proven goaltender a proven yeah. winning goaltender and mark andre Fleury. where again i don't know the names i've looked at the names i didn't know anybody who was drafted so for me That's if i don't know core. their name that means that they're yeah. not it's a good young core that they have but I can tell you, even with this expansion draft, the one thing that kind of rubs me the wrong way is that Vegas was not part of it. They were exempt. That was part of the deal when Vegas also isn't getting any oh, yeah. money I, I, I from get them that. this year. I get that, but it still just kind of rubs me the wrong way, you know? Just the but fact that. Don't yeah. sleep on the two goaltenders that Seattle drafted. Chris Dr- oh, yeah. Drieger out of Florida, who was really uh, the number two man, well, I say number three man on that team. And then, of course, VTech they drafted from Washington. So that's a great one-two combo. VTech finished sixth in, I, I'm not sure, the, the goaltender award. I wasn't aware of that until last night mm-hmm. when they were talking about it. That's awesome. I did know how great of a year he had. So, uh, you know, yeah, I think they got a real steal in VTech. And, uh, I mean, he's young. I My question to you, do you think they have the offense? It is obvious that no, not, they, they're not coming the very roster. strong. Yes, that that they are very built very much on defense and very much very young yeah i think they're gonna like i said i think they're they're gonna hit it hard in the free agency to get that scoring touch um jump to 
Ovechkin. So I did see something. He said if he was to go anywhere other than Washington, it'd be Montreal just because of the fan base and they're all in. But, I mean, I think that's just either or. I don't see him going anywhere else. So it'll take the hometown discount to stay in Washington? I think so. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't see he's, any he's, chance. He's been he's the face of that franchise. Oh, yeah, beyond for, a question of doubt. I mean, even the only other – there's only two other guys that I saw the face of that franchise was prior to him was Rod Langway and, oh, Pete, ugly face, but yeah. and Peter Bonder. Yeah, and, and that franchise has gone up in value so much since he has and since they've won the title. Plus, he, he's made no secret about the fact that he does want to pass Gretzky's record. And in Washington, he knows they're going to always continue to build a team around his style of oh, play. Oh, yeah, they'll cater to him. Yes. And you have to at that point. You I absolutely. really do. I've got to talk about today's trade. Of um, This was – I still don't believe how dumb dumbass a move for the Carolina Hurricanes did was Alex Nedeljkovich, their 25-year-old goaltender who was, who was there a year – who is like in the top five goaltenders. He gets traded to Detroit today for Jonathan Bernie and third round pick. I'm like, are you shitting me? And it had to do with contract. He was asking 3.5 mil and Carolina wasn't going to give it to him. He signs in Detroit for three mil. I'm like, are you shitting me? I mean, you just don't trade away 25 year old goalies like that, that are in their prime for that low for the, for that low. Um, and meanwhile, CP3 is considering whether he does or doesn't want to come back for 40 mil. Right. Which sport should your skate play, man? <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, I mean, that's all that, but early afternoon today, I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Yep. All right. Well, sounds like a good spot to take a quick break. I need another beer. So, yeah, it's yeah, a perfect we'll, spot. We'll take a break. We'll come back to you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Dabot Sports Podcast. As you've heard me uh, say time and time before, if you want us to talk about it, we will talk about it. And one of the topics I've talked about in the past that I don't know anything about is UFC. Luckily, we do have our guest host here today. Why don't you dive a little bit into UFC, because I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, guys. So this weekend, <laughs> Saturday night, UFC Fight Night, TJ Dillashaw versus Corey Sandhagen. Uh, this is going to be TJ's first fight after a two-year suspension for EPO. He uh, claims he only used it the once. There were a lot of rumors before that. He came from Team Alpha Male. People know that's the team that Uriah Faber headed up. Uh, TJ was there a long time. He then left there. There was a lot of drama. If you kept up with the Ultimate Fighter, Conor McGregor and him went back and forth. All kinds of great UFC drama just to let everyone know who the big names are. So TJ used to be the 135 champion. And then he dropped down to 125 to fight Demetrius Johnson. That was two years ago. That was the fight that he tested positive for after he also got knocked out by Demetrius Johnson. He's since had his two-year layoff. Corey Sandhagen, young up-and-comer out of Denver. Not really an up-and-comer now. I mean, he's fantastic. Great stand-up guy. He's coming off of a two-fight win streak. Uh, prior to that, he was on a big win streak. He lost to Aljamain Sterling, my boy, champion. Matt Sarah trained. So since then, though, he's been on a tear. He knocked out Frankie Edgar, and then recently he beat Marlon Marais. He is very good, great stand-up guy. My opinion on this fight, if TJ comes out and fights like the TJ of the old, he can get the takedowns, and he can win a decision. Sandahagen's been taken down in every fight except for 
the Frankie Edgar fight because that ended very quickly with the knee to the head that knocked Frankie out cold. However, if TJ has any ring rust, again, two-year layoff, Sandhagen, I think Sandhagen can win in the first two. My money would be on Sandhagen. However, this is a great fight. The rest of the cards, iffy, a few big names on there. But uh, I was going to ask you, what, what would you be, besides the main event, what would be the, the main fight event, to watch? My, my, I would like to see the first fight on the main card, which is Macy Barber. Macy Barber is fighting Miranda Maverick. Ma- oh, Miranda Maverick. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes, but Macy Barber's on. <laughs> I was waiting for some Russian name, man. Like yeah. <laughs> that's that dyslexic for you. But, uh, Macy oh, Barber. Know. Macy Barber's on a two fight. It's genetic. <laughs> is on a two fight losing streak, and she actually prior to that was doing fantastic. Um, from everything I've been reading, she's really rededicated herself. She looked like one of the most up-and-coming fighters in the female division, in any female division. I really think she has a great chance to come back. She's very young, so I, I'd really like to see that. Otherwise, Darren Elkins versus Derek Minor. Derek, Darren Elkins, people may only know because he has a god-awful tattoo across his chest that says The Danger, so his nickname is uh, The Danger. The Danger? Yeah. The danger. <laughs> it, it, trust the me, danger when you zone. see him, you'll know him and you'll never forget him. It's horrendous. <laughs> The other two fights, eh, kind of iffy. Aspen, Aspen Lad versus Macy Cherison, not too sure. Aspen Lad, very well known. She's the favorite, minus 195 favorite coming into it. So, you know, she's got a chance. But TJ versus Corey. Corey, again, he's a minus 190 favorite. But, again, TJ, great guy. People seem to forget. Prior to that, Demetrius Johnson knockout, he was on a tear. He was the champion. Drop down and loss at 125, which he never should have fought at. So I think that's going to be a great fight. Going back to the main event, how many rounds do you think that's going to go? Well, it, it can go, obviously, five rounds because it's main event. My opinion is if it goes all five, TJ is going to win the decision. I think, though, Corey gets it done within two rounds. So I, I would say second round knockout is my hmm. prediction. Yes, expert analysis. But then again, you always have these freak things like we just saw with Connor just breaking your leg. Yes, Connor broke his leg, but Connor, that was a 10 8 round. Connor was getting yeah. a, getting completely demolished in that round. Oh, yeah. So It's one of those that you kind of made me laugh when we were just like, yeah, he got into it with Connor. I'm like, who the fuck hasn't at this point? Like, he look, gets into it with old men at bars. So. Look, the Connor of old is done. He's not a top five guy. I he agree. hasn't been oh, a top no. five guy in a long time. I agree. His name's gotten him where it is. The Nate Diaz fight's always going to be there. I think you're going to get that. They're talking about a Jorge Masvidal fight because that's going to sell tickets. And he's still very much in talks about a Manny Pacquiao boxing match. But the Connor of years ago is gone. As much as but I... it seems like those Manny Pacquiao fights, even like the Jake Paul fights, as much as I hate saying the name, it's 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 a cash grab. You know, that's all they are. They are just a show. There's no actual fighting behind it. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. You're a better fighter boxing expert than I am, but I just see there's no showmanship. It's, it's just putting on a show. As, Ro- as, Roger, go ahead, and then I'd like to touch on the Jake Paul. As much as I love Connor, I I compare it to other sports injuries. Man, is this, this one going to be a hard one to come back from, just for the sheer fact of whether he strikes with that foot or it's his pivot foot, that's still a lot of pressure. And 
knowing that is continuous movement and that you're in his age, I just don't see that let that level of top five UFC fighter in him. I in, in his heart it's there, but I just physically I don't see it. There. Also, let's take into consideration he's got four hundred mil in the bank. He just sold his whiskey for four hundred. I mean, come on, guys, how much yeah. do you want to get punched in the face with four hundred mil in the bank? I know I wouldn't. You know, now with Jake Paul. I've heard you talk a lot about him before. Jake and Logan are so different. Jake is actually very much training, and Jake is a true boxer. He is looking to become a very true boxer. His next fight against Tyrone Woodley will say everything. I think Tyrone Woodley is going to beat him. However, Jake, if you watch him, watch his training sessions, his foot movement and hand speed is very legit. Multiple fighters talk about it. His work ethic, very legit. Logan is a different story, but Logan is Logan's the younger brother. Yogan's the older one. He's the more established YouTuber, the top okay. bigger one. Jake's the younger who's... one who's the more quote unquote bad boy. I don't like their personality either. I don't get their YouTube thing. This, that, See, and, the and that's However, what I've heard. Jake I always heard that Logan lit- was, you know, the work ethic. He was the, you know, workhorse and actually put the time in. Logan did very much as far as for his podcast, as far as boxing. No, Jake is a very true. He's been working with some really good camps. Jake is trying to make. He signed with Showtime. Yeah, but it's it's one of those. Who is he fighting? You Who's know he I'm fighting? Saying? He's fighting Tyrone Woodley. In this well, I'm, I understand, but past past fights. Okay, but look at. I'm, the, I'm I'm not trying to take anything away from his hand speed, his footwork. I'm not trying to take anything away, but when he's picking his opponents, here's my thing though. He's in his third year fighting. Okay. Look at any other top rank. Look at Floyd Mayweather in his third year. You you won't you won't see that because they handpick fighters. That's why boxers always have these undefeated records that are blown up because their managers oh, yeah. pick winning fights, unlike MMA, where you start and you end up fighting all kinds. That's why records look so differently. Okay. So look at any of them from their third year. They're not going out and fighting world champions. Jake Paul is fighting. Look, say what you will about Ben Askren. He didn't take the fight. He didn't. The fact is he's an Olympian, and he fought in UFC and Bellator, and, and, or excuse me, in UFC, Bellator, and in one championship, and was a champion in one championship. Yeah, but was he a striker? No, he was not. He was a wrestler. That, that's, that's what I'm trying to bring however, up, is the people he's fighting don't seem like boxers. However, he was someone who went into combat so many times and learned how to not get hit in the face. Now, granted, he could take him down, and he couldn't right. do that, and he didn't take it serious. The fact is, Jake knocked him down. Whether you want to say it wasn't a knockout, it was. Jake knocked him down. Jake has very good hand speed. He is, again, this is his third fight. This is his third ever fight, and he's going against a former UFC champion who was one of the best, not long ago, regarded as possibly the best welterweight of all time. This next fight, I'm truly looking forward to. I think Woodley's going to take it. However, there is in their contract, it is a clause. If Woodley wins, Jake does get an immediate rematch. Jake has signed with Showtime. He is taking his boxing very serious. It's not just a money grab for him. Who do you think is the most feared guy in UFC right now? In UFC, the most feared guy is definitely Francis Ngannou. I mean, he's a freak of nature. He's, you know, he's the heavyweight champion. There's a lot of contract issues right now, which is why in two weeks you have the serial gone Derek Lewis fight for the interim heavyweight championship. But Francis Ngannou is. Now, if you go through different weight classes, I would say Izzy at 185, especially coming off the, well, he just won his last fight. But prior to that, losing to 205. Um, when he went up to try to win the title, I think Izzy's great. And Dustin Poirier should be the 155 champion. Dustin Poirier isn't going after that title because Dustin Poirier has been in the game for way too long. And so he decided to take another Connor fight, take the money, 
but anyone knows he's a better fighter than Charles Oliveira. Gotcha. All right. Well, I think we covered uh, fighting pretty well. I appreciate your input because, like you've said before we started, I suck at it. So thank you. It's with love, man. With love. Oh, it, you know, cr- constructive criticism. I can take it. Trust me. I know I don't know you guys what know I don't the know. AEW had some sweet ass matches this week too. Oh, the, 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 let's the, talk. The yeah. scripted yeah, it's, fighting. Uh, yeah, exactly. Scripted. Yeah. Don't say the. I, I did not. I want, I want to. Just, you give me attitude, and I'm saying the do right not things. Say the F word. It's uh, like you know when I say Derek Jeter is a biracial angel. You're like hey, he's on the same pedestal as Chip Bennett. Adam's John apple. Cena I'm not even saying anything bad. You're what? Didn't John Cena just come back to AEW? John Cena came back to WWE. He oh. yeah. Oh. No, Daniel Bryan, also known as Brian Danielson, is going to AEW. Also, CM Punk looks like he might be. Coming to AEW as well. In the real fighting, so you know this is. I mean, this is real as well. But you know, hey, isn't this also the 25th year of uh, the NWO? It is. They just did that. That was pretty sweet, (laughs) man. They, they, a lot of the guys were uh, doing guys and gals were doing some quick crossover for like UFC and like WWE, AEW, whatever. Yeah. How's Ronda Rousey doing? I ain't heard of her in a while. She's she's not fighting. She's actually starting a family. Oh, good for her. Yeah, so God bless her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess a good segue, I, I don't really have one for this, but we did want to go to some NFL talk. Um, I, I don't know how to segue. Speaking from that. of one violent sport, let's jump into uh, America's next most violent sport. Is it though? Is yeah, it? I'd yeah. say hockey's probably more violent. Yeah. So Raj. You can actually fist fight on the I've US. got like something it. for you. Oh. All right. So me and Matt were talking the other day, and Matt actually brought this up to me. So He's within hitting distance, and I'm not. So just remember, this came from him, but him and I were talking about it, and we decided this is a great topic to bring up to our buddy Raj. Okay. So you know this, there's this guy named Tom Brady. I don't know if you guys heard of him. Greatest quarterback, greatest football yeah. player of all time. Rings a bell. Yeah. Definitely greatest quarterback, argue, arguably greatest football player of all time. Not even an argument. He is the greatest of all time. Again, like I said, you know, I would, I would probably put him there. But definitely greatest quarterback. So it's funny how when he was in New England, England. Boston area, Red Sox never won championships until he got there. Yes. Oh, I know exactly where you're going with this. Celtics were, they were on the outs for a while (laughs) until he got there, correct? Exactly where you're going with this. How about them Bruins? Didn't they win a championship? They did. Okay. uh, So now. Didn't they win two while Brady was there? Yeah. So now, um, so now he goes to Tampa. And I don't know if you know this, but uh, since his plane has landed, Tampa's raised two Stanley Cups. That's true. <laughs> How did the Rays do last year? They didn't do half bad last year. Did, did they make the World Series? They did. So did they win the American League? They won the American League. They lost to the Dodgers. So, and and technically, they... But with honestly, that Dodgers team, that Dodger team was stout. It, but they it, went the uh, and, George Steinbrenner Yankees route. And really, they did they lose that, or did they beat themselves whenever their manager takes out their best Yeah, pitcher. when you take out Blake Snell when he is coasting. Yeah. <laughs> that's because probably of not your greatest, so, greatest Raj, move. Not only is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback, arguably the greatest football player to ever live, he could uh, uh, he could be the greatest person in a town because he brings championships there. He's the so winner. He's the greatest winner of all time. I mean, it's hard not to say that right now. What would you do if he actually said, you know what? So, Rod, next what team, if, I want to go to Buffalo. Yeah, I was about to say, what if he goes to Buffalo? Hey, the Sabres come around. Oh, my God. The Cubbies <laughs> didn't win when Jordan was in town. 
All right, Matt, you're cut Ooh, off. Wow. You're cut off now, Matt. He's Matt got a point. Cut off. He's got a damn good point. Yeah, but the Cubs. See, Cubs you didn't like it when it goes against you. <laughs> Cubs, but here's the thing. It's the Cubs. They never win, so it's... neither did the Red Sox. No, but here's the thing. Well, I, I, I understand that, but the Cubbies, you know, it, it's harder to – it's easier for the – fucking Red Sox to win than the Cubbies. I mean, I can't speak on the the Tampa Bay Rays, but I can speak on the Lightning. So this was back in 15 when they were playing Chicago and I was watching them play and I says, this is an upcoming Stanley Cup team. So because of Tom Brady. And that was before, way just, before Tom I'm Brady. I'm just saying. I'm also going to say. confidence came when Brady landed in town. I'm also going to say that, that they made the, it better. That the Lightning won this year, eighteen million over the cap. So it seems a little bit like cheating. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm just saying, Tom Brady going into Tampa is cheating. I mean, I'm just saying he does have a track history. I'm not arguing that point. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not arguing that point. Tom Brady but, goes and some shady shit happens. Yeah, Raj, <laughs> you guys should really look at trading Josh Allen and bringing Tom in if you want. Nope. If you want the Sabres to, to win something and the Bills to That'd win be something, hilarious if he goes to Buffalo and the no. Sabres are like they're coasting this year. No. Look at Sabres. Holy crap! <laughs> and I and I talked what about what a 180. This. I, talk, I talked about this. I forget when. But the problem with the Savers versus the Bills is Tom Brady's not down. Yeah, I mean, Rod, no. this isn't this no. isn't a hockey segment. Problem, this was no. we're we're not we're not trying to get actual intellect from you. We're just trying to bust your balls, bro. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna give the intellect so oh, you can Christ. fuck off. Anyway, NFL. Um, yeah, the, the problem NFL. With, <laughs> the problem with the Savers versus the Bills is you're owned by the same ownership, so they're all in on the Bills because both they're winning. Versus Sabres so, where they're not. Again, if Brady goes there, now he's really tied in. I mean, no. Hey, you know, you Brady know, like when you made, goes, man. No. you know, when you were, so they're better. Yeah. You know, when you were a kid and you made a joke with your mom and she turned it into a lecture. Yeah. That's this exactly is, what Roger what did right there. Have. That's what exactly what happened. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is funny. Well, oh, by the way. But, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. So I, I just, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was funny. Good talk. <laughs> can, can you still say Tom Brady's? No. Overrated? Well, of course I can. Okay. Yeah. Well, and there goes our credibility down the drain. Oh again. yeah. Well, <laughs> Tom's but, not going to come to the show now. We still get the likes. We still get people listening. Uh, so uh, NFL news, actual NFL news is uh, Aaron Rodgers got offered a two-year deal to make him the highest paid or one of the highest paid quarterbacks. The highest paid. It was the it highest was paid. The highest paid. Uh, he turned that down, guys. I'm so tired of hearing this. Aaron Rodgers is going. He's not going. At this point, just shut up and play or get out of town. Like, it, it's seriously I think he's to trying to point. make it abundantly clear that he does not want to play there. And now Green Bay is just trying to hold on for whatever reason. If you're trying to say, like, we will pay you the most, and he's saying no, he does not want to be there. Yeah. Use him. Use him. But now where does he go, though? That's the question. Where where does he go if he's if he's not in Green Bay? Where does he go? I mean, you've heard rumors about these teams, but these we're now at the start of camp, so I these teams really, are set. Um, I would yes. really like him in New Orleans. I would. I know it's not going to happen. But they don't have they, the they money. They don't have the cap space. That's for what it, I'm saying. But I would love to see him there. That so these teams that where does he go that actually has Denver? the cap space? Denver, Denver is the space? only one I can think of that makes sense right now. 
Because let, let's look at it this way. Green Bay is not going to give it up to anyone in their division. They're not going to show No, he's out. not going to Minnesota. He's not going no. to – well, and Detroit just got a quarterback, but he's not no. going to Chicago. Chicago's – they're happy with what they got with Fields. Yep. Um, they're not, And even, even if they weren't happy, they're not going to no, ship him in the same division. Denver so, is the only logical that's choice what I'm for saying. me. That's the only one I can see is possible. And I know Denver. John Elway is going, come, come to me. But what does come. Denver have to give up to get him? A lot. Yeah. But they have Quite nothing. Quite a lot. But they have nothing. Draft picks. That, that's all you can really get. Yeah, because like you said, player-wise, what are you going to – They're going to they're gonna want a lot couple, of draft picks. A couple rookies that but here's the thing is young guys. Yeah, but here's the thing is Denver can also go and be like, all right, we'll give you like – say three first round draft picks and like two second round draft picks or something like that. And they're going to say, we want more and be like, you have a quarterback who doesn't even want to play for you. We're not what giving about, you anymore. Maybe Denver should give him the um, wide receiver who played quarterback that one game for him. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth <laughs> string quarterback who was like, I'm starting. That's cool. Didn't we cancel a game because uh, Lamar Jackson couldn't play? Yeah. But, but... I got to play. That's awesome. <laughs> so, Thanks, That's NFL. fair. So, COVID rules. So but we'll go into that later. Oh, yeah. We got. So, so here's my take on Aaron Rodgers of right now. And I did like like him. But honestly, honestly, he's played himself, I think, out of the league in the current situation. And I'm going to tell you why. He's not out of the league, though. Is he? He's no. too good. He's, He's too, too good. good. But if we're saying that, well, his talents more. We know that. We know the talent. But do we, Raj? Because you say Brady's not. But let's. <laughs> He's got a point, <laughs> Raj. He has a point. No. The point. The point I'm trying to say is: look at a lot of these teams that are saying we're going to go with the younger guys. We're going to draft the Justin Herberts, the Josh Allen's, the. Um, Shit, out of this draft Justin class, Fields. Justin Fields. But I mean, Triple here's Long. the thing. You know, it's Patrick Mahomes. There's a new guard coming in, and they can do it for cheaper under the rookie contract. Yes, I do find it funny. The thing is, sorry, the thing is with that, you have to hit on those rookies. And oh, a lot of times yeah. you don't hit on those rookies. Patrick Mahomes does not come out every year. No. Trevor Lawrence, who has not played a game, but I do believive I is he's gonna be going too. to be very good, does not come out every year. Herbert was... Not one who was. High. There were some teams who I were feel really high so on him. So bad for him. It, well, there were some teams who were really high on Justin Herbert. And there were other teams that were not. He came out and he played great. Is he a one-year wonder? Is he going to be a Pro Bowler down the line? We don't know that. But you can't. You can't think that. Okay, well, this didn't work out. I'm going to go draft Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't happen. No, it just doesn't happen. I will say one thing I find amazing. Well, quick on the Herbert thing is, uh, I know the Jets were high on him and they wanted him, but just that game versus Coastal Carolina. No, that, no, no. We're talking about Justin Herbert for. Uh, oh, not just Herbert. I'm thinking of. Um, You're thinking of um, Jets quarterback. Uh, yeah. Sam Darnold. No, no the new not one. Sam Darnold. He's with oh, Zach, uh, Wilson? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Good job, <laughs> Zach Wilson. So I, he just, I feel bad for him. Anyway, oh, yeah. talking about like the changing of the guard. I mean, you look at it right now. Aaron's at the end of his career. Tom Brady's at the end of his career. Tom Brady's been maybe at the end of his I don't know. <laughs> Roethlisberger at the end of his career. Oh yeah, ben Eli is. packed up, called it quits. I think this is Ben's last. Philip Rivers yeah. called it quits. I mean, you had these fantastic quarterbacks who were just ending. Oh, yeah. and now 
we saw this Drew Brees draft. is gone. Drew Brees. Yeah. Yeah. All these players that, I mean, I grew up with. Like, they were the definition of, like, oh, my God, these are great quarterbacks. But, I mean, their time is done. Now you see, I mean, when I say a wave of new quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. Stretch, a wave. It is. It's incredible that, how many we lost. And, and that's like, my all right, point. this is the new generation. And so, my other point is, you know, okay, Denver's going to give you draft picks. Okay, cool, great. Well, how's it helping me out immediately? Jordan loves the answer. And that's the thing, yeah. No. I, yeah, you have to get some immediate help in there. I agree with you, Raj. I meant and to they ask have you. nothing to give immediate help no. back. Is Sam Darno going to be the starting Darnold. quarterback? Darnold. Yeah, I do it every time. I know. I love you. I do it every <laughs> damn time. I can't see why not. Because because of Darno from the Braves. No, no, no. Travis Darno. <laughs> Sam Darnold. 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 <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> is Sam. <laughs> you do get that right. But <laughs> is he going to be the starting quarterback for uh, the Panthers? I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think he's going to be the starting quarterback. I hope so. And I hope he has a great year. I do, too. I Truly, mean, I just so he could just turn around and be like, it's the Jets, man. It's the Jets. Like, it's the Jets. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? So, I had no one. I had nothing. Before before we uh, do lose time, I did want to bring up the new COVID rule, COVID vaccine rule, the in, the NFL, rule. <laughs> in the NFL. is now called the Cole Beasley rule. So basically what it's saying is you do not have to be vaccinated. But if you choose not to be vaccinated and there's an outbreak on your team or you are out, they could def- the, the league can hold you liable. They can basically make you pay for damages they will hold or the unvaccinated player liable. Now, here's my thing, and, and this is from somebody who is vaccinated but doesn't give a shit if people are vaccinated or not because it's a personal choice, just like everybody else's. I really could give a fuck right. if you get a needle in your arm or not. If the vaccine works, why the hell does it matter if you don't get it? And this is from somebody who is vaccinated. Um, I think because it's it's a group mentality, a group herd. So if you have everyone protected, that is like been studies on it. And so if everyone's protected, then everyone's you know good to go. But if you have half and half, then like kids who can't get the COVID vaccine, like my son can't get the vaccine. Now I'm vaccinated. Doesn't mean I still can't get it. I just won't show symptoms, and I'll be good to go. But I could still give it to my son. You get what I'm saying? So. I, I get what you're saying, but my thing is you're never going to get 100% in anything. No, no. In no. anything in America, you're never going to no. get 100%. I can tell you my second shot, I hated it. I was like, I, at this point, I, I'd rather just get the you know, yeah, I, get I mean, COVID. We got four guys in here who cannot really agree on hardly anything. If you really, you got four of us no, in I here. No, I can't stand him. Why can't? Yeah, yeah all, all four of us have got the vaccine, and that is what it is. But I'm saying overall... The four of us do not agree. I was going to say, I was, I was going to give him my mic because oh. I know I've been talking a lot. So, yeah, you can take the my four turn. of us do not agree on a whole lot of crap. I mean, that's just it in a nutshell. Yeah. But what I'm saying with this whole vaccine, you got there are some guys who, whether it be because they just don't want it or they don't believe in it or it's against. Here's the thing. Everything it, they are for. Why? I, I don't understand why the NFL is putting this rule in. I, I disagree with this rule wholeheartedly. I, I, I do feel it it is a forced arm, but, you know, it is a business, and you can do what you want with a private Absolutely. business. That being said, um, first off, when you say I'm an anti-vaxxer, like people who say, 
I'm anti-vaccination for like polio and stuff like that. Or you yeah. can go fuck <laughs> yourself. And I'm, you know what? I will throw to the pile <laughs> for that. Um, it's been proven. Now with the COVID vaccine, I can understand not wanting to get vaccinated because you want to see after a while if it's proven. Absolutely, it hasn't. I get it hasn't been around that long. Well, get th- that. There is a lot of research out there. It is an mRNA vaccine. Right. A lot of people haven't been given the information. Or right. They they haven't looked into it enough because it is such a divisive thing and because has become so politicized. Right. However, if you do research on it. This vaccine is very different than so many other vaccines. I, you know, and, I personally, but, I had both both shots. I didn't have a single. Didn't did. bother me in the sli- slightest. <laughs> See, I got, oh, I got is. second second shot. I got a little sick. But again, I don't want this to go in because I don't want our listeners to think that. Oh, we feel like me personally, trip just trip boom. I don't give a fuck if you get the vaccine or not. <laughs> this is my personal opinion. Just like I don't give a fuck if you smoke weed or not. This is who I am. I am not. How one do you of feel these about people. meth? Meth is where I draw the line, bro. <laughs> Meth, crack, I got to draw the line somewhere. Hey, weed, weed if it is, ain't crack, let her run track, baby. Yes, weed is a natural. In weed the, is natural. In the words of Whitney Houston, crack is whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she smoked the kneecaps off. <laughs> no, but but what I'm saying is, like, you want to see time tested. I get that. I uh, yes. like you. And my wife was pregnant when she got her vaccine. Yeah. You know, um, you're nervous, obviously. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. And I had several questions for her doctor before she yeah. got that vaccine. So I wanted to make sure it was safe. And like you said, with the study and my wife is super, so much smarter than I am, like so much smarter. Like there was it like doesn't an, take much, but yeah, she you're is right. a lot smarter. Yes. You're right. But there was like an 84 point, uh, 84 page like study on the COVID vaccine. She literally went through all of it. And I was just like, is it good? And she said, yeah, it's good. I went, cool. All right, I'll do it because I am not reading any. I read the Spark Notes in high school, which is why I'm I am where I am in life. But I trust people smarter than me, so I understand. Hey, the information's out there. Then I also understand the people saying, you know, time is the ultimate proof. So I'm not going to fault exactly. you for not getting the vaccine. I get it, but at the same token, if everyone's saying it's safe, get it. I understand, but so, I, I'm just under. But the this rule of, with the NFL, I, I think feel, it's dumb rule. It's it's a forced rule, and, but it's also kind of a when I say it's a hundred percent directed at Cole Beasley. Yes, it's I, 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 I think and it you would, know what I, I want to do ship it over to Raj because he is the Bills, you know, spokesman. I, I personally think there's a lot of dumb rules in the NFL. I think it was a dumb rule a few years ago when D'Angelo Williams couldn't write certain things and couldn't wear pink the entire year, yeah. even though <laughs> yeah. his mother was a breast exactly. cancer survivor. Yeah. However, Stupid. it is an NFL rule. NFL is like any other business. They can have dumb rules. They can have great rules. It are their rules. If that is their rules, follow them or get out. So here's my my thing. Is it more of the health awareness or do you think it was just a money maker? For to NFL? me, it's more of a um, it's more of a, a political thing. It's it's more of a political and a hey, guys, here's how we feel, because in today's world, the being vaccinated is the cool thing to do quote unquote cool thing in in most of society in in the eyes of the cool hollywood and nfl athletes it's a cool thing to do Uh, that's why i think the nfl is and and especially if that's going to be their regime in their campaign i mean that's where i'm saying it's just like it's just like any other business we've talked about it before coop and i have had this discussion before if a business says wear a mask, wear a mask. If they say you don't have to wear a mask, don't wear a mask, or you can wear one. At this point, I don't give a shit. 
do what you want to do, but don't go into a business and tell them to screw off. So also the NFLPA has a lot to say about any rule the NFL can implement. Oh yeah. But we could talk about this for a while. We but. could. And I, I think this is a good place to stop. So guys, we're gonna stop this. We're gonna take a break. We want to come back with some SEC rumors. Welcome back to the Dad Bod Sports Podcast. It's just trip. Boom. 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 See, you guys are getting with it now. I, See, I, I was I on. Like you it. guys are freaking with getting you. with it now. <laughs> so we're coming back. Uh, final segment. So I still like you as always, trip. as always with our final segment, we like to do uh, this week in sports history. Yep. One I found that's kind of funny is in 2005, the 92nd Le Tour de France. There was no winner because Lance Armstrong retired after winning his seventh consecutive victory, which was that year. But he got disqualified in 2012 for doping. So 2005 was his seventh one. For seven years in a row, there was no winner because, you know, they just took it away. He had one ball. That's the thing. Man had one nut. He was, you know, live strong. But that's my this week in sports history. Ripsaw, what you got? We got uh, in 2013, our buddy, Phil Mickelson. Lefty. Yes. Uh, British Open men's golf. Uh, won his fifth major by three strokes from Henrik Stenson of Sweden. 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 I'm Henrik Shredge. Cool. Is mine? Yeah. Yes, that's, that's how it Y'all goes. Y'all keep laughing at me <laughs> for you? mine, but I like mine. That's what she said. I mean, I think that's what he said. <laughs> I like mine. But anyway, July 19th, 1982, 75-year-old Hall of Famer, Luke Appling hit a home run. Let me say that again. 75-year-old. He told me I, he was I 73. Didn't now I was wrong. I'm reading it. Uh, you know, I'm not good with numbers. I'm never going to make that. 75-year-old Hall of Famer Luke Appling hit a home run on fellow Cooperstown legend Warren Spahn in an old-timers game in Washington, D.C. They kind of laughed at me. 75 years old hitting a home run. Shut up. That's impressive. Wow, man. Off of a 70-year-old man, that's... So you know it wasn't coming in fast, so wow. it could just go off the bat. Wow. You really had a muscle, man. And I'm sure it was like, was it actual? The Here's the thing: the is I've seen or... people like hit a home run. Bartolo Colon, perfect example, hitting a home run. Here's the thing: Did he throw the cheese at him? The high, stinky, high shadow. I don't know. It was an old timers game, so I know he wasn't throwing no, ninety eight. Yeah. I, I think it was a good old fashioned sixty mile an hour fastball coming at you, and he just cranked it. Good for him. Boom. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have a business you I guys want to shout out? Shout out. Um, the business shout out this week is Frothy Beard Brewery. Can you say that, Trip? Frothy Beard. Frothy Beard. The last part. Frothy Beard. What's the last part? That's Frothy Beard Company. Brewery. 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 Fuck off. Yeah. Brewery. So you give me a hard time about ask. Brewery. That's a simple word. There's it three is, freaking letters in it. I know, and I still mess it up. But you can't say brewery. Brewery. So, Frothy Beard Brewery, now open in Somerville. Hey, now. I was just there tonight. I know. So, Frothy Beard, um, fantastic beer selection. Uh, absolutely love going there when it was in West Ashley. Haven't been on the one in Somerville. They had a that was really good, good jalapeno beer. Yeah? I yes, didn't sir. see that. Well, <laughs> when it was in West Ashley. I was uh, about to say, I think um, Terry hol- Kiefer... <laughs> 
it was always about the craft beer. He yeah. was on it. He was on it. He was saying like, oh, this is terrible. And, and you know, he, he hated it, but he had the craft beers. And yeah. then they had the jalapeno beer. That thing and was... then he stopped liking craft beers. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> He was not one who liked the hot stuff. I did like the, the Irish Red tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? The Irish Red. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had the Irish Red. Good. That's a good beer. Um, but yeah, for the beer. Every night. Hey, now. Hey, now. You know me. <laughs> I'm not really that Irish, and, and, sweetheart. Look and, and at you. Don't, <laughs> look in the mirror and tell me you're not that Irish. And, and y'all don't sleep on the food selection either. I mean, the sliders were. I, and that size. was what I was going to. Because I know in uh, West Ashley, they had fantastic. Uh, uh, it was Zombie place. Bob's. Zombie, Zombie Bob's, Bob's. That's what it was. What's What's the food like at um, Somerville? Now? Very good. Very They make it their good. own. Or they, yes, uh, they make their own. Uh, matter of fact, the one cook was coming from West Ashley to Somerville. He was delayed about two hours because of like a car wreck or whatever. But uh, about right. the mozzarella sticks too are huge, hmm. I mean, huge, huge, huge. So, all right, all right. well, well frog guys, beard, absolutely love it. Hit it up, absolutely. West Ashley or Somerville. Uh, one thing I did want to get to was Texas and Oklahoma. Oh my God, Texas mm. again. So it's two SEC, weeks in a row. SEC media days um, is here. Um, the usual, you know, you're gonna have some players there, coaches. They're gonna talk some stuff. Oh yeah, but. There has actually been a report, and yes, we've heard these reports many times, but this one actually sounds pretty legit. Texas and Oklahoma have been in talks with the SEC to come over. Um, they actually, I've actually now seen that they have these different, it's four pods, I think is what they called it, Okay. to where if they have those two enter, it's going to be that way. So they've actually already set up how the divisions, pods, whatever they're called, could look. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't go into effect this season, obviously. Um, that I don't know. I I, I would doubt it because uh, the yeah, schedule is already set. out there. So it'd probably be next year, whenever. However, they figure it out. I but would do everything in my power to go to a Texas Gamecocks game. Yeah, solely to horns so basically down. yes, because you know Texas don't do horns down. That's now a penalty. Kick me Whatever. out of the stadium. I don't care. Um, so the. It sounds like it's pretty legit right now. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think if they do go, let's say, let's say Texas and Oklahoma go, does now this open up the door for super conferences, super conferences to without take over, doubt. without doubt, college yeah. football? Because that's where I think it's been moving, I, I, and, and it's just to me, it's it's one of those SEC just has fantastic football, truly. Hands down, bar none, best football is SEC. I'm not even talking about the like, and SEC, like them going to SEC and the SEC being a super conference. I'm just saying is the the general of these super conferences because I mean we talked about it off air. I mean ACC, who is like the face of the ACC right now? Now let me let me ask a question on Clemson. this with the SEC. Is it only going to be SEC for football? Is it going to be for all sports? No, Do the, we know the the, the only. Because I haven't read that is, much in it. Notre Dame is part-time ACC. Right. So my my thing is... Because they're these, independent. The, yes. Yeah. In football. In every other sport, they are full ACC. Yeah. Only in football, they are independent. Now, this past year, due to COVID, they were full ACC in football yeah, as they well. Were, they were trying to find anywhere they could play. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the Super Conference thing came up, what was it, about 10, 12 years ago? Yeah. When the ACC... Lo- or excuse me, the SEC look to poach Clemson and Florida State from the ACC. They wanted to bring them in. At that point, the ACC went out and pretty much demolished the Big East 
that's whenever they went down, started at Maryland left, went to the Big 12, uh, or Big, Big 10, 10 yeah, excuse yeah, yeah, yeah. me, Big 10 with 12 teams, you know. Yeah, uh, I still say Big 12 teams. ACC got Louisville and Syracuse. Um, SEC, what, that's about the time that they got Missouri, mm-hmm. I believe, A&M. and yep. A&M, yes. Yep. So, so they got Missouri name at A&M at that time. And Pac-10 went to the Pac-12 and got Utah. And Nebraska, Nebraska I believe. Yeah. Nebraska? No, no, I was about to say, you guys are smarter no. on the college yeah, stuff than so. me. So if you want to take it, you yeah, know, if, you wanna... if I got to throw in, I can talk to Roger. Okay, so yeah. go ahead and take my mic. I'm I'm new college football fan. So, so, so honestly, I think this does open up. Now, if Texas and Oklahoma do go to the SEC, if, if they end up going to the SEC, I think the Big 12 is going to – it's going to go the way of the Big East Um, because Big East was never big on football. Everybody knew that basketball was where it was at for them. They had probably the best basketball tournament right there at MSG. It was always on fire. You had some great matchups. You don't, but now ACC is more the college. I was going to say the ACC is definitely basketball right now. Yes. When you got Duke and Clemson. Yeah, I'm you got Duke, Clemson, North Carolina. Yeah, beyond uh, a question Syracuse, of a doubt, ACC is basketball up and down. But UConn has been knocking on Virginia. The yes, is another one in the ACC. I mean, so you UConn got... has been knocking on the ACC's doors for a long time, and now, granted, they have fallen a lot in their in their basketball. But they were trying to come in during the time that the ACC was, and they didn't have a bad football in. team back then. No, overall. no, I mean they really and, did uh, not have a bad football team. The ACC, if they could get Notre Dame in full time, and then if they were to do that, although they've also been in talks in the past, from what I've heard with USF about possibly coming in and that would give them the 16 team quote unquote, super conference yeah. sec. Now looking, you know, the, so now see said, if that's the thing. So it's sec, they get Texas and Oklahoma, the pac 12. will Now probably at that take point, I would say the pac 12 would take whoever else is, whether now it's you've Oklahoma got tech, state, Texas tech out there state, but see, I think if that's a way Baylor, I could see Texas tech, and Oklahoma State then saying, hey, we want to jump on the ACC, excuse me, SEC, get that Super 16 conference. Well, that would be, SEC already has 14 teams. Well, yeah, but still, I hate, I would love to see Oklahoma State because that's a good rivalry, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, which I I guess they'd still have it, but. Maybe the SEC could regulate a few teams, you know, just. Or, no, because if that's yeah, the case, my, my boys are getting knocked out. So, Carolina's getting <laughs> – we're so, getting right, right. – us and Vanderbilt are, are gone. So, so did two, maybe two. Arkansas. We might we might pass up Arkansas. So, it could possibly be Arkansas and Vandy. So, Hopefully, they keep us in so they have a South Carolina team in there. So, like you said, 10, 12 years ago, and these are the Big Ten teams that came in, was Maryland, um, Nebraska, Rutgers. Yeah. Um, no, it was a uh, it was it. a yeah. big Co- shakeup back yeah. then. Yeah, because what Colorado, I believe, went to the Colorado Pac- went to the Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-10, which yeah. was Pac-12. Now you talk about that rivalry with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. If they move divisions and everything like that, you still have it. Now I know for me, the big rivalry I saw was um, Notre Dame and I think it was Michigan. Yeah. And after they left the division, it seemed like it kind of fell off. Yeah, but I was never I never thought that was a huge rivalry. I guess for Michigan and Notre Dame, it might have been, but in the grand scheme of things, it was not that big of a rivalry. No, sir, you are dead wrong. 
I'm, I'm was not the, dead wrong. Yes, you are. Because you're because a Michigan that, fan, no, Raj. Because, that's what I'm trying to tell because, you. Because, listen, that, okay, pissed, Tom that pissed me off when they went ACC. Notre Dame was like a ghost Big Ten school. It was never said. But when Notre Dame, Michigan played, it was always a big freaking deal. Do, when they know, did. The, but it the, was oh, not one of Notre Dame's biggest rivalries. Yes, it was. I was no, it's not. Yes, it when is. You, Roger, here's the thing. Yes, is that, you it know, is, Tripp. I don't, I no, don't really not. follow yes, football, it is. but I did know that. Okay, rivalry. Roger, you're always right when it comes to Michigan. Even though Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback. No, I'm right well, on that I'm because say, that has been a long-standing rivalry in college football. But it's not yes, what it I'm saying. Oh but yes, would you shut up and let me friggin' talk? But it I'm is gonna... not in the grand scheme of things in college football. Notre Dame-Michigan was not a huge rivalry. If you looked at Michigan, when you thought of rivalries, you thought of Ohio State, then Michigan State. Notre Dame might have been wrong. Third. It was, was Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan State. In that order, I will say, yes, it is. As, as a person who didn't follow college football until I truly came to the South, I did know the Michigan Notre Dame rivalry. I didn't know that. Obviously, I'm the not Michigan saying, State. I'm not I, saying obviously it wasn't Michigan a good Michigan rivalry. State was a huge rivalry, but I did know a lot but about that. But how many Michigan, national rivalries can Michigan actually have? Is what I'm saying. Oh, I, when you yeah, look at it, well, apparently think, everyone hates Michigan. I don't know what to tell you. Well, that's because Michigan's tr- terrible. Truth be they, told, there was about three of them, and. Well, I'm sorry. Four, if you include um, UCLA, because that UCLA was UCLA and who? Michigan, because they. Back, back, I've never back, heard of that. Because prior to '97, it was always Big Ten, Pac-10, and you play in the Rose Raj, Bowl. Mo, it's the Rose Bowl, so that's what I'm. You're saying in the bowl itself, and, or actually at, at the Rose Bowl Stadium? And Notre yeah. Notre Dame would have had a bigger. Their bigger but rival Notre, would have been USC, USC much more so yes. than Michigan. And that also was a rivalry, too. For yeah, I think that no, was one of the best that, rivalries in college football, and, yes. And when Notre Dame came to the SEC, they or excuse me, to the ACC, they only agreed to a five-game schedule in the ACC. That way they could keep their non-conference rivalries. That's why they still have games with Michigan State, with USC. Which were the bigger they, rivals. They, they That's what I'm trying to say. They do those all the time. Now, Michigan, for a Michigan fan, I don't know. I'm not a Michigan fan. That very well may have been a major rivalry. But what rivalry I'm saying in Notre Dame's eyes, it wasn't that big of a rivalry. Michigan. It wasn't. And in the eyes of most people in America, was it fun to watch? Yes. Was it a rivalry game? Yes. But was it one of the big rivalries that you look forward to every year? Overall, no, it wasn't, Raj. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. I know you're I, getting upset I, I as a Michigan fan. You know, I, I can put it to you like this. Not being from the South, would you consider Clemson, Georgia to have been a huge national rivalry? Because down here, that was a very, very exactly. large rivalry. And then but in they the grand stopped scheme of playing things, every not. year in the early 2000s. Yeah. So that, that very well may have been but a very respect, big rivalry. You've got to respect that. that rivalry. But no, no but, would you, but you're not answering the question. Would you consider that a huge rivalry from where you came from? Did you ever hear about the Clemson Georgia rivalry? No. Okay. So that's I'm, what we're saying. So where you're I, from, Michigan Notre Dame was a big rivalry. Yeah. Where we're from, Clemson Georgia was a big rivalry. In the grand scheme of things, is what I'm trying to tell you. These are not huge rivalries. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm not saying they weren't good games. I'm not saying it wasn't a rivalry. But I'm. But when Notre Dame had the chance to pick who they wanted to be a rival with, Michigan was not in that top but conversation. Even, but I can tell you, I mean, I know he's from Buffalo, and I'm from Long Island, but, I mean, he's a Michigan fan, and this is Notre Dame. 
I will tell you, I didn't know about that rivalry between Notre Dame and Michigan. I, now, when he's saying he's got like 14 different rivals, I don't know about that. I, I do know, I did know about the Michigan Notre Dame. Yeah, that, I will say and that's what I'm saying. For, that's one thing I knew. Now with the Georgia, no idea. Again, I'll, and but that's another thing regional. too. Is I will even it's say Gamecocks and Clemson. I didn't know about big, that rivalry it, here. It's huge. Clemson, Clemson, so, Carolina, Clemson, Clemson, and Carolina. Which and a lot of people, when you say Carolina, a lot of people think of North Carolina. But down here, Clemson, Carolina is the biggest rivalry in the state. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that great of a rivalry because Clemson has owned our ass thoroughly. If you look at the overall record, Clemson kills South Carolina. Talk. But what I'm saying is, you cannot, Roger. I understand as a Michigan fan, you hate losing that. And yes, I'm. There was some good games there, but it was not. A national rivalry. Michigan, Ohio State, national rivalry. Notre Dame and um, USC. USC, national rivalry. Duke, North Carolina, national rivalries. There are some that Florida State, Florida for years. Auburn, Alabama. Auburn, Alabama. Probably the biggest yes. in college I mean, football. there are some that are just huge rivalries. I don't think of – when I'm thinking of rivalries, Michigan, Notre Dame is way down the list for me. Well, that's true. Agree to disagree, but uh, no. And I'm again, like I said, I'm just trying to tell you it's regional, and you're jumping down my throat. Like, no, it's definitely not. But whenever Notre Dame themselves didn't think it was Notre Dame, obviously it's went not. To, went to the ACC for the money. It had shit to do with them. Everybody goes somewhere for the money, right? And that's right. Possibly this where Texas is doing this. Yes, it, it's definitely because the Big Twelve network. Well, the not, Big Twi- they never had a Big 12 the, network. There was only the Longhorn, the Longhorn network, network. And the Longhorn network lost I think money. All f- yeah. I think all four of us can agree. Big 12 is, is a sinking ship. Absolutely. And for them to want to jump ship? You yeah. only have, yeah, and that's the thing. It, it, Oklahoma and Texas are the two, whether they're the best, you know, it's arguably Texas, especially the last few years, has not been that great in college football. But the name is out there. They are always one of the top schools that are on TV. They bring in some of the most money. I mean, Texas name is out there. Oklahoma recently has been really good for the most part. I mean, they've always been pretty good. They've won many national championships. So to see those two biggest teams, if they leave the Big 12, Big 12's done. Now the bigger question, if the Big 12 goes away, what happens to the mullet, Mike Gundy? Oh, Mike Gundy. That's why... I wonder if they go. I'm like you. So, Pac-12, Pac-14 or 16 or whatever, or do they go to the Big Ten, which is the Big 12, which could be the Big 15, 16? I, you know, I don't know. I, I think w- in a couple of years, I think it's going to be four conferences. I think you're going to have ACC, SEC, Big Ten, and Pac-12, and then you're going to have the smaller conferences, obviously, around, but. I think your big schools are going to be in those four conferences. I think within five years, that's what you're going to see. Honestly, I see four conferences. Yeah. Agreed. Well, (laughs) I I think that's a good place to stop with that. Anything? uh, um, Coop, you got anything for baseball? Yeah, for baseball, uh, deadline's coming up. We have um, a couple of. Well, one trade that really went through was Nelson Cruz went to the Rays. Yes. Definitely will uh, bolster the Rays. Sorry, we're changing mics here, and I'm trying to get myself situated. 
All right. Um, a couple of people to watch: Max Scherzer, Chris Bryant. Um, definitely people to look at. Another one: Joey Gallo. I think he's Joey Gallo. I think he's going to end up with the Yankees. Truly, I've I've heard a lot from the Yankees. Uh, Trevor Story's name I've heard. Yeah, but I a see lot. him. Um, he's being used as a big name. He's a shortstop, but as a big name for center field. Story? Yeah. Really? I mean, he's got the power bat to no, be an can... outfielder. But, yeah. I mean, he's he's got the arm strength for shortstop. Putting him out no, in the center I think... field, I I, I could yeah. see it. But no, I think I want to leave him are... where he's comfortable. Yankees are going to go hard after Gallo. Yeah, truly, I can I've... see Story ending up probably with like the Dodgers. Of course, because you know the Dodgers. Because what else do they need? More players? You have nothing to say. You As know, a Yankee <laughs> who did this throughout the '90s and the 2000s. You cannot talk bad about the Dodgers. I'm, I can. I'm not talking bad. I'm just saying, is that what they need is another player? Yeah, why not? Another great player? Another yeah. all-star. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. But I see Story ending up with the Dodgers. I see Gallo going to the Yankees. Um, for the Mets, I see like J.D. Davis. Um, I'll tell you a team to watch. Pitching. I'll tell you a team to watch that I think is going to make, I'm not saying a huge splash, but I think they're going to bring in some players that are going to help them just jump up more. Who's Cincinnati. That? Yes, Cincinnati. Watch out for um, Cincinnati. And it's one of those we, I, again, I'm, we know I'm a Mets fan, and we just finished a series with Cincinnati. They are a very impressive team. They are. They are a very impressive team. And They're Joey Votto, love him, hate him. I like him. Oh, I, I do. do. I like him. Um, he's just a fun player to watch. I think that's first baseman. I like Castellanos. I, think, I mean, yep, they, Castellanos. They got, some, um, they got some fun players on the team. It's, oh, it's, yeah. It's been a really fun team to watch because I've watched them. Um, I'm still trying to figure out San Francisco myself, dude. I don't, I don't know if they're good or bad. I they're really apparently don't. good, <laughs> apparently. But then though, because you're talking about the Dodgers and the Padres <laughs> going at it, and John's like, "Yeah, that's hey, cool, we're still peasants. here. Yeah, we're, we're still, still here. here. We're beating you. We're still we're beating here, guys. both of you. And they're they're not. If you look at the roster, you're like, I don't know these guys. No, you got Buster Posey, who's God knows how old yeah. he is he now. Because I remember guys. when he was just like, you know, Buster Posey was just young up and exactly. coming. Exactly. And, and then you got these other guys, you're like, who? I don't know who any of these people are. Besides Buster I don't and think I can still name one. Yeah. I don't think I can name one player on that team. I'm trying to think I need now to sit and... down and actually watch them. Yeah. Truly, I need to sit down I, and watch I've them. I've not watched them play yet. No. I've seen I've seen Well, a lot and of that's the, the thing is because they're West Coast team, so yeah. I never really get a chance to watch them. So I've seen a lot of the Yanks, obviously. Um Cincinnati, I told you, I've been watching them. Yep. Um, Braves, obviously. Yep. And then um, I'll tell you another team I enjoyed watching some, and it's when I'm when it's late, San Diego. If I'm up late and there's a West Coast game, I usually yeah, put I'll, on I'll San try Diego. to watch the first two or three innings with San Diego, I, yeah, just because they seem me. like fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Another one I need to I'm start not watching, watching Dodgers as much them. as I hate is the White Sox. The White Sox are leading the AL Central. Yes, even though I hate their manager so much. Absolutely, but they're getting it done despite him. Yes, and we said that earlier. I despite hate Tony Larusa. Now, um, brings me to a point I want to bring up was um, Mercedes. He yes. came out on Yerman fire in the beginning of the season. Yes. came out on he fire. Started off like a man eight, with a friggin' mission. Hitting streak. First yep. guy to start. First rookie to start with eight game hitting streak. Yeah, came out heated. And uh, Tony Larusso got you know a little upset with him because on a three zero pitch he took a yard yeah. when they were up by a lot. Which, well, Mercedes is now down in Triple A. What you got? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, don't understand baseball and written rules. 
Why can you not hit a pitch? I Here's, just I agree with you. Why can you I not agree. hit a pitch? Isn't the goal to I agree a hundred or more runs than the other team? I agree one hundred. Tony Larissa, Larusa's what seventy years old at yes. older at least we've we've <laughs> he's been coaching yes. long and managing long enough. Excuse me, yet he still wears a uniform. That's a silly rule. Looks ridiculous. He that's can't run the bases. That's not a rule. It, that's a ridiculous thing. It looks silly. It's an unwritten rule. And at the rule. end of the day, it's Dumb. an unwritten rule. And you can't swing at a pitch to try to win the game because yeah, you're up too many. It's too many pitches. Stupid. No one can mm. remember all that. It's ridiculous. And this is why so many people, like myself, don't watch baseball. One of the many reasons. It's boring. It's ridiculous. There's unwritten rules. Nobody gets it. So, as a baseball purist of the show, the only, there are purists the only of the show. purist <laughs> of the show. Um, there are some unwritten rules I 100% agree with. Now, there are some unwritten rules I'm like, that's stupid. And if one of those if going, they're I that agree. important, why aren't they written down? Well, no, like, no, no, here's the and, thing. But that's the thing is when no, people no. say, if it's that important, it's not written down. I get that. I do understand I do. it. No, but I, I agree. There's that... also certain things like a fight in hockey. Now it's one of those, hey, man, you want to fight? Um, maybe a little bit later. Uh, I remember hockey when it was. I'm going to just punch you in the face and we're just going to Yeah, but go that still there. happens sometimes. Yes, I get that. But it's now become It's a, not an unwritten rule. It's just it's kind of become an unwritten rule. Now we're So all I'm saying is with the unwritten rules, things like there's a lot of I do agree with if if it's a competitive game, this is out the window. But if it's not a competitive game Bunning and, and a somebody's throwing a no-hitter, you don't bunt to break up the no-hitter. Yeah. If it's what consists of a competitive game? Because haven't we seen if it's one teams nothing. go on a crazy what run is, and score 12 I, runs me, in an inning? Well, hold on. If that happens sometimes, correct? If it's Can one I, nothing in no, the ninth to inning. Me, to me, it's a three-run three run deficit. Yeah. So, no, we can't agree on how many runs it is because it's not I, written down. Again, this is my... I'm just telling you how I feel. I don't know why you're getting so angry, bro. He is getting angry. He is. He's Super angry, angry as hell. I'm, play, I'm, I'm here red hair. He's not as even the a devil's fan. advocate yeah, against this baseball, baseball unwritten, unwritten rule nonsense. And angry. you two, a baseball purist, and a, the two biggest not baseball fans I know, he's can't not come to an he's agreement on he's not when exactly. it is or isn't he's a yelling. competitive game. He is yelling. Back up. But Tony La Russa is getting oh, don't upset because get somebody may not know we, the unwritten rule. But the here's thing. we're trying to tell you. We don't. Yeah, we we agree. With so you. that being said, Jesus, Roger, calm yeah. down. <laughs> so My God, just because you're using his mic when doesn't saying, mean you have to talk like him. <laughs> Apparently, it's the mic. <laughs> it and is. it's going right back to Roger. Roger! <laughs> He's just feeling the, the ooze of, you know, so, the oozing machismo. <laughs> so with the unwritten, so with the unwritten rules. The unwritten anger right now is just driving me crazy. <laughs> so with the unwritten rules, it's certain things that you just kind of like, hey, man, that's kind of Bush League. Now, you have used Bush League in everyday life, have you not? To say, hey, that's kind of stupid. That's what that comes from, is the unwritten rules. It's Bush League. It's something that's not written down, but you shouldn't do that. Like, you don't sleep with a dude's daughter, wife, or mother. I mean, That's eventually, a, whoa, whoa. eventually. Is that a law? But here's the I thing: think is we, that I is think that we've a law? All slept with somebody's <laughs> but daughter. I'm saying, like, you know, some. But what I'm saying That's is, I'm you saying. know, <laughs> someone you know. Bad example, bro. Yeah. You so someone, someone you, you know. know. You don't do that. Uh, That's Bush League. I, I I can honestly say, like, Matt, I've known. We're at the point where I've never. I don't expect you to sleep with my sister because we're pretty cool. Okay. Well, we, we both now, also. See, I can't. Now, now here's the thing: I've slept with a friend's mom and I've slept with a friend's sister. 
That's Bush League. I don't give a shit, man. Sometimes you just got to go anyway. what you got to do. So, um, where are you going with this? <laughs> you don't even got the mic. Shut the fuck up. So, no, I did. So where are you so going So where am I this? going with this? There are certain things that are unwritten in life. It's not illegal, but you can do it. Don't fuck a dog. Well, that, that, is is illegal. Illegal. that is illegal. That is illegal. That is a written that is rule. That is a written rule. Yeah, That's you illegal. cannot do that. That's illegal. But when I say, <laughs> hey, man, written. can you please not make him pass on my sister? That's not illegal. <laughs> this ship's sinking fast. <laughs> this is why I'm not a purist. <laughs> right here. This is why I'm not a purist, and I'm just a fan. saying, don't fuck a dog. That's a rule. <laughs> don't fuck my sister. That's not a rule. That's where Bush Lee comes from. It's on the unwritten rules. Holy crap. I don't know where we went off the rails here. Anyway. But, man, oh, man. Coop, anything else with baseball before we uh Yeah, I was trying to talk about Mercedes. Um, he retired. Tony La Russa fucks dogs, apparently. Tony La Russa does probably fuck dogs. Anyway, uh, Mercedes retired. And within, I don't think it was six fucking hours, he came back. Yeah, he he. So he sent out a tweet that's I'm done, and now he's playing with the AAA team again. So God knows, and, and I think he's with Charlotte. Yes, he is Charlotte Knights. Charlotte Knights. Yeah, that is the uh, AAA team for um, the White Sox. Yeah. So I have well, an honest question. Do we have time for an honest question? Yeah, we, we we're we're, we're less than a minute. We're less that's, than a minute. And, and it's all we'll take. Who's got? The best bullpen in baseball. I don't know. I have to really look at that. That's a, that's, that's, that's a segment a, for another. Yeah, question. that's a we whole segment. I, I didn't know. It's a terrible question. Sorry. <laughs> you know. All, All right, right, guys. Boys. Great, great episode. Yeah, we're we're gonna don't leave fuck you. dogs. <laughs> that is my wisdom for y'all. Y'all take care. God, be safe. SBC, <laughs> don't go after your ass. <laughs>